Hello, oh my gosh, and welcome to the first ever Nonstop Dan Travel Diaries podcast. This is so incredibly exciting for me to share. I want to give a few words or sort of footnotes before I start this and say that firstly, this podcast is my place to talk to you guys. I can't wait to tell you about crazy experiences I've had in my travels in a very unfiltered and raw way. I'm going to try to edit this as little as possible and just have it like a discussion. So maybe you're sitting on your porch drinking your breakfast coffee or on the bus on the way to work or school. Anything like that, I'm here to keep your company with, but basically by telling you about crazy, crazy things that have happened to me when I've traveled. And in the future, I hope I can also have guests come on the show and tell me about awesome or weird or scary things that happened to them so they can share the stories with you guys and we can have a nice, entertaining time. So in my first episode, Most of you have probably come here from my Singapore Airlines first-class suite review on the A380. What an incredible product and flight. I'm so grateful once again that I got to try it. It's all thanks to your guys' support that I even have a reason to take these flights and share the experiences with you. So thank you so, so much. Now, I mentioned very briefly in the video about an equipment change. Um, And that's going to be the topic of this podcast. What do you do when an airline or wait, I want to say that's the topic of this podcast episode, not the podcast overall. But yeah, what do you do when an airline changes the plane you were booked on? Now, to most people, especially if you're flying economy, this is not really a big deal unless you're an ad geek and you want to be on a specific plane type. Maybe you booked a very new, comfortable plane type that you really wanted to try or in my case, in a premium cabin, it does make a big difference. Let's say, for example, you're switched from a Q-suite plane on Qatar to their oldest 777 business class. That's just ooh, not fun. They have their private suites on one of their aircraft types, and the older version of that type, which could easily get subbed in, has a much, much worse seat. So in my case, I booked a ticket in Singapore Airlines' first class suite, from May when I was flying Cathay Pacific first class from New York to Vancouver to Hong Kong. And then I was supposed to connect from Hong Kong to Singapore in Singapore Airlines' new first class suite. The problem was that when I landed in Miami, I was flying from Guatemala to Miami to New York and then continuing on on the flight to Hong Kong. So it wasn't until the same day when I landed in Miami and I received an email from Singapore Airlines. So I checked it out. I was like, hmm, what is this? You know, I didn't expect to get an email from them. And it, the subject was like, your flight information. I was like, okay. So I opened the email and there's a PDF attached. And I think, this is kind of weird. Why would they attach a PDF if it's not my ticket? So I open it and I see my itinerary, things like that. And then at the bottom, there's a little section that says remarks. And my eyes were drawn to this because there was a message that started with Mr. Gauze. So I was like, wow, this is personally addressed to me. And it seemed extra sort of personally written because the entire message pretty much was in lowercase. I was like, what, what, how pro, like professional is this? What, what are they doing? Um, anyway, so what it said was that in tiny, tiny text, there has been an aircraft change from A388 
R to A388S or vice versa. And that's basically all it said. If you have any more questions, give us a call. So immediately my heart dropped because I figured if it's been changed from one aircraft type to another in the same family, that can only mean that the onboard product is changing. And of course, when I checked on Singapore Airlines' website, the seat map confirmed my fears because I saw a 121C configuration instead of the 112 configuration you'd get on the top floor of their new suites so i was like well this is great i've just spent seventy thousand city miles that i value quite highly to get this flight and i booked all these flights around it like getting back from singapore all this stuff just so i could review this flight and now i'm being put in their old first class which is also incredible but I just don't want to spend all my miles to try that, especially when this new product will be replacing it over time. So I immediately phoned up Singapore Airlines from Miami and was connected to an agent who you will call Mike within just a couple of minutes after giving my flight information. So this is where the real fiasco started. Now, in my opinion, when an aircraft or when an airline has an aircraft change, there should be a big proper procedure especially if it's in a premium cabin and even more so if it's the flagship first class product that an airline has been advertising so much so after going through the formalities with this agent such as date of birth etc i told him i was calling about an aircraft change so he says oh sir you want to change your booking uh no um i think you singapore airlines has changed my aircraft type can you see that there's been a change um sir you're seated in seat 1a i say yes yes i know but the seat map now shows 121 which should be the old class first class right mike says sir the seat map says 121 which is standard for suites class okay okay but there is a different seat map for the new first class, which I have, which I had when I made the booking and even last week when I checked. Sir, this is the only configuration. It's 121 always on the A388. But what about the new first class, which was supposed to operate this specific flight? So Mike says, sir, let me put you on a brief hold. And he does, returns about five minutes later and says, hello, sir, there is no new configuration. You're seated in suites class, which is a 388 in a 121 configuration. And at this point, I'm just like, wow, I specifically called the suite support line. So I'm not talking to any agent here. I'm talking to the first class agents. So... I just figured I'm not going to get anywhere with this person. So I say, okay, thank you. Would you mind connecting me to a supervisor? He does, but only after 15 minutes more on hold. So at this point, I've spoken to him for five to 10 minutes and been on hold for 15 minutes. And then finally, the supervisor answers, uh, oh no, that's not even what happened. After Actually, after 15 minutes, Mike comes back on the phone and says the supervisor is looking at the situation, but can you please forward the email to us that says there was an equipment change? So I go, okay, sure. I send it and another 10 minutes on hold. So 25 minutes to get to talk to this supervisor. He finally answers and says, hello, sir. I understand there has been an aircraft change. Yes, thank you. That's correct, I see. Um, and then I ask him basically like, 
so what happened and what are my options? And he says, well, this aircraft is actually operating on May 10th, not May 9th when you booked your flight. Okay, I see, but when I booked the flight, it was operating on May 9th. So is it possible to waive the change fee so I can fly on another date like June 10th in the new cabin, which is actually when I ended up flying? So he says, okay, let me put you on hold and check that for you. And after another five minutes on hold, the call is dropped. So this was about 45 minutes on the phone talking to these two guys before the call was dropped, and I pretty much got nowhere. So I called back up immediately trying to reach the agent and or trying to reach someone so I could ask for Mike because I didn't get the supervisor's name. And I waited over 10 minutes in the same suites support line before just deciding to hang up because I, ne I needed to catch my flight to New York. I was traveling so far, so I headed over there and once in the lounge, just right before my flight, I decided to give them another call, which again, just like the first call was answered instantly, which was great. So I told the woman I spoke, the woman I, who answered that I'd spoken to Ike, since I didn't know the supervisor's name. And again, she put me on hold for five minutes and later the supervisor actually picked up. So this was really the most impressive thing in my entire interaction with the Singapore Airlines, which doesn't really say so much. But um, at this point, I just had two goals. One, to get my flight changed or canceled without a fee, or two, to get rebooked on the June 10th flight and override the wait list because Singapore Airlines on their award tickets, which is what I'd booked, have an infamous wait list. So there might be seats available, but you can just sort of reserve it and they won't confirm that you have the ticket until maybe a few days before. So this wasn't really ideal. And of course I wanted to try to get a confirmed ticket. So. The supervisor says, yeah, hello, Mr. Gauz. So you want to fly on June 10th? Yes, yes. I'd like to change my ticket from June 9th to June 10th if possible. Okay, let me look into this. Can I put you on hold? He says. 25 minutes later, he comes back. He says, hello, Mr. Gauz. Uh, would you mind telling me which date you wanted to fly? At this point, I'm like, you just asked me, or no, you didn't even just ask me, you asked me 25 minutes ago which date, and I told you. So I didn't say that to him, but then I just said, okay, June 10th, really trying to be patient, but my flight to New York was literally leaving in like 30 minutes at this point. So then the supervisor asks, okay, Mr. Gohaz, let me put you on hold again while I check on this. Wait, 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 please, no, I have to go now. I, I just need to put you on a brief hold. Okay, can you please just cancel the ticket and waive the cancellation fee? No, no date change, just cancel. Okay, is it okay if I put you on hold to do that? And at this point, I just... Oh, I was so frustrated. I'm sure you can imagine. So I was just like, no, please don't if you don't have to. Can you please just cancel my ticket and refund the miles? So he says, okay, let me escalate this with the refund department. And just silence. So I ask, do I need to wait or can I go? Um, please confirm that you would like to cancel your ticket. And I say, yes, please cancel it. Okay, you can hang up. You can hang up now. The matter will be sent over to the refunds department. So I don't want to like hate on Singapore Airlines overly much. And I know I just interacted with two agents mainly. But this was by far the worst and most disorganized phone service I've had in my entire life. 
While I should have probably just hung up and called again in the start, I didn't have time since I needed to catch a flight, and my biggest question is why on earth they needed to put me on hold all the time to check on such simple things, not to mention how long I had to wait. So what are my takeaways and how does this impact my perception of Singapore Airlines? Firstly, Singapore Airlines needs to improve its communication. If there is an equipment change on a one-hour economy flight, it's not the biggest deal. But moving passengers from their flagship suite product to an old and vastly different seat is a huge downgrade, especially when the product is so new and the airline advertises it on that route. So the equipment change was more of a footnote than a notification in the email I got, and there was no mention whatsoever that there was a change in the onboard product. So if the presented option nonetheless that they gave me in that PDF was to call the call center if I have any questions, then the call center should be ready to answer them, which brings me to my second point that I'm absolutely shocked the phone agent and even the supervisor were not familiar with Singapore Airlines' new first-class suite, considering how much they've been marketing it again as the new face of their brand. It's insane that the suite's class phone agents didn't even know about it and denied its existence. Someone at Singapore Airlines doesn't seem to be communicating properly and it should never be up to the customer to educate an employee about an airline's new flagship product. So talk, yeah, I'll just move on to my third point, um, which is that Singapore Airlines seems to be paying these guys to do very little work. Because for the life of me, I cannot understand how anyone would have to wait on hold for so long. In 25 minutes, you can watch literally an entire episode of most sitcoms. So maybe that's what the supervisor is up to, was up to. Like, I don't mean to sound salty, but I have no idea what he did in those 25 minutes it took to get back to me when he hadn't even addressed the problem. So yeah, anyway, making anyone spend 25 minutes on the phone waiting for them to try to figure out what I already knew is a complete respect of their time. And I mean, imagine the people who are booking suites class, most of them, and paying money for these products are very, very pressed for time. Their time is extremely valuable. Even their assistant or secretary, anyone who, who would have to deal with this, it's just mind-boggling that it would take so long. So this was my nightmare experience with Singapore Airlines customer service, and I really hope that you guys don't have to experience this. So I have some tips for aircraft changes, things you should think about, and obviously the main thing is to always keep an eye on your flights. Maybe check every week or so if there's been a schedule change or if the seat map has changed because if you have booked for a specific product, it's really good to be out as early as possible. Now imagine if I hadn't noticed this until I got on board, there would literally have been no way of turning back. And by the way, I forgot to mention earlier that I never got the refund. After two or three weeks, I'd never got the miles back, I'd never got the taxes back. So I ended up having to contact Singapore Airlines' media department and asking them to help me with the refund, which they did and I really appreciated the help, but I don't think anyone should have to do that to get a simple refund when Singapore Airlines was the one causing the problem. Um, so. 
A few things to think about. Obviously, a product is never guaranteed, and I knew that. That's why I wasn't necessarily mad about the equipment change. I was more upset about how it was handled. For example, if you want to fly on a brand new plane, the odds are there that the aircraft will be switched. So it can be risky, and just be aware of that. The same goes for a new product, for example, the Q-Suites with Qatar. And by the way, Qatar Airways is infamous for changing their aircraft and their seat maps. It's happened to me. I just had a booking from Muscat to Bangkok and back. I think in total, I've had about five or six aircraft changes so far uh, across all my flights, which again is just mind boggling, especially when an airline has so many different products like Qatar does. Um, but yeah, just be careful if you are booking a product to be on that specific seat or aircraft, make sure you have backup options. Make sure you're keeping an eye out to see if there have been changes. And the best advice of all is if you reach an agent that isn't helpful, just thank them so much, hang up and call again. Hopefully you'll reach a new, more helpful agent. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing this sort of fiasco story and you got some slightly useful advice. I'm sorry this sounded like complaining. I really just needed to share my experience with you and hear if you've had anything similar. Also, just making sure that this doesn't happen to you guys. I really, really wouldn't wish this on anyone. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the podcast. I will be making much more sort of uh, exciting stories coming up soon. This should be a weekly or bi-weekly thing. And if you have any suggestions for guests, please tweet me or DM me on Instagram, something like that, because I would love to invite some people to talk on the show. And thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. And until I talk to you all next time, fly safe.